What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Hot Freestyle Reviews Podcast, where we review the greatest, the latest, the good, the bad, and the ugly. My name is TJ. Follow me on Twitter at TJBeast97. We got Jay Rules in the building. What's happening? Young Dean. Follow me on that Twitter at DeanDTD. It's your boy Halifax. Follow me on Twitter at I am Halifax. All right, so we got special guests. If you didn't catch that, special guest Dean in the building. What's up, Dean? What's cracking, man? You know how it is. Yeah, Just Dean's chilling. Dean yeah. likes Drake, so we thought we'd drop him on the review. Hell yeah! All right, so more tune for your head top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dean's a classmate of ours, but anyway, let's get into this more life review. More life. How so, about, what do we think about more life? How about more bars? Mm. I mean, criticism's it's already criticisms on point with Jay Rouge. I mean, it's it's typical Drake. I mean, if you're a Drake fan, you like it. Uh, I wasn't a big fan. It's it's all right. I mean, at least he didn't uh, bite as many people's on views. But I mean, it's 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 all right album. I mean, what y'all think? It's yeah. funny. It's funny you say that because you know the big. Uh, controversy like leading up to the release of this project was that fucking song um, it was KMT that he premiered on his tour he would like just play it on the PA before his set would start and everyone was like oh the, oh he bit like the XXX 10 C on oh, flow yeah, yeah. like fuck Drake he's a vulture <laughs> but like straight up like if you listen to that album and you listen to that song, like that song goes hard. So that song goes that, hard. that is better than Look At Me by XXX. Yeah, yeah, Drake. When opinion. I heard that, I'm like, okay, this is that track everyone was talking about. But yeah, it went fucking like, hard. It was better than the XXX flow and it was better than the Lil Uzi Vert flow. Yeah, man. Like, it was more. Lil Uzi, in my opinion, like Lil Uzi Vert invented that flow, anyways. So yeah. I was kind of confused why people were like, yeah. even like freaking um, XXX himself. He was like, in that interview, I think it was with. Uh, I want to say it was with Ebro on Hot 97 oh, yeah, where he I think called right. from jail. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was like, he was like, <laughs> oh, it was DJ Economics, my mistake. But he's like, yeah, Drake bit my flow and shit. And I'm like, bro, like you got that flow from Lil Uzi. Like if you watch yeah. that double XL cypher, that's like a fairly yeah, similar tell flow. Bitch I got money. Hey, yeah, tell exactly. <laughs> like, so flow. I'm like, okay, hey, man, like you can't really talk like, yeah, but whatever, you know? Yeah. What can you do? Drake does bite a lot of people's flows, but. What are you gonna do? Right? I mean, it's it's like this. I'll say it like this. I've been listening to hip hop for a long ass time. My first album I can remember off the top of my head was probably in '95, and that's before a lot of these folk was born. Drake, Drake is a pop artist. He's not a hip hop artist. I mean, he is. He's a good pop artist, but as far as hip hop, I mean, I don't like when people put him in that category because that's not what he is and he says it a lot of times he says it over and over he's a singing nigga but that's besides the point we're talking about his album right now his album i think is mediocre some that people gotta at least acknowledge when they talk about drake is that drake is and his music isn't something that drake just invents himself he like sometimes these are songs that you're hearing other producers probably designing for hours before they may come to him and those producers make some awesome shit you can't even deny when you hear these beats that they're well-designed beats yeah no they are i think honestly this might be his best project in terms of like beats on the album you know what i think because there's all this controversy about drake stealing flows and stealing beats and whatnot he went over there to cash money and baby rubbed off on him too much and you know <laughs> he 
He's stealing everybody's shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Regardless if he's stealing flows or not, which he probably is, but the album itself was... It wasn't anything new from Drake, but it was all the things that I would want to see from Drake. All the, all the different styles that Drake has, these were the ones that I actually wanted to see in one album. I want to see the... The freaking hard ass free smoke or like yeah. the the one the second track with gigs no long talk oh yeah I'll, I'll I'll tell you that it even though I, I'm not really a big Drake fan it sounds like it's like it's an album for like Toronto almost yeah yeah definitely it, it's to me this is the first album that Drake has dropped that he can say yeah this is for Toronto. I would agree. actually I'd actually agree with yeah, that. I, I was would thinking definitely about agree that. with that. It's definitely more Toronto. It's darker overall. And even the songs that are poppy, they have a I don't know, I feel like the what's that? Passion fruit, passion fruit, yeah. the, the instrumental on that is just good, like overall good. And yeah, then like the other poppy like, tracks are just even good. Even when he did like the like pop dance hall um stuff, like it still kinda had like a bit of a Toronto ring to it. And the thing that I didn't really like with views, well mainly like I found First of all, like, like Drake's albums, like, you know, it's nothing new that he always puts like close to like 20 songs and stuff. And yeah. that's definitely hit or miss. You know, like I found that with nothing was the same, that album, you know, dragged on a little bit. But whereas, you know, if you're reading this, it's too late. I think that's my favorite release of his. I like, you know, there's so many bangers. So like, it's, it's, it's fine that there's 17 songs, yeah. right? But um, with views... What I didn't like was it was like the first half of the album was kind of like, you know, that dark kind of like more Toronto sound. And then the second half of the album was like, you know, pop dance hall. You had Controller, One Dance, um, Too Good, that song with Rihanna and like a lot of shit like that. And I didn't think views flowed well in that aspect. And the one thing um, when I listened to More Life on the Beats One stream, like when it, they first premiered it like the flow of the album was like even though it kind of seemed a bit random it was like it worked really well like just going from uh like the intro uh free smoke and no long talk like definitely two like you know bit like harder hitting tracks and yeah. then like right into passion fruit so you got those dance hall vibes but it flowed like definitely like way better than any of his past projects with the exception of take care in my opinion anyways yeah i think it definitely flowed nice like that's totally true it flowed the, the whole album together it flows nice and you can listen to the whole thing and it's not like annoying yeah because with views it was like okay you know he's got like you know a bit like you know tracks with like you know harder bars and stuff and he'd have like three songs like that and then there was just like I think like five like kind of like poppier songs in a row and I was like okay but this it was like you know when I was listening to it on the stream it was like okay couple a couple like kind of like softer like you know dance hall ones and then it was like I think it like when it started to getting like back to like you know bars with uh Gialchester. and then um I think after that was the Skepta interlude right so that was like oh okay like here we go we're getting into it again well like you really let people do their own thing on this production wise and engineering wise because every song had its own kind of flavor like the song that he did with Quavo just sounded like Amigos oh, yeah. track that Drake was featured on and depending on what you think of people doing that it could be great to you could be bad to you I think it's kind of nice because I like seeing different production styles on one project 
Sometimes when Drake tries to get too consistent, I get sick of it because I can only handle so much of the singing shit. But when he kind of lets a more Metro Boomin type beat go on and he really lets guys like Quavo or guys like Travis Scott do their thing, it, it comes across and people who like those artists are going to like those tracks. Yeah, and I think I think you're right with that. It's not the whole album isn't just that classic 40 boy one to sound. Yeah, it, it's exactly. different. And the that Portland track with Quavo and Travis Scott hits hard. And then right after Sacrifices comes on with fucking uh Two Chains and Young Thug. Oh, that's a killer song. I, I think Young Thug kills it on that song personally. I like um I actually liked um the second track that he did with Young Thug. I, I'm, I think it's called Ice Melts. I think I'm just forgetting the name, but it's like one of the last yeah. few yeah, songs the on the last album. Track. I, I like that, like, I like that song way better than the one with Two Chains and Young okay. Thug. I thought that song was like low key, like, like that's being slept on because a lot of people like, you know, you go on Twitter and like even like Facebook and shit, you see like, you know, a lot of people talking about Portland's and of course, like, you know, um, I'd say like no long talk and passion fruit were like yeah. the top three like most discussed, but that song's like low key underrated. But as for like the production aspect, all the like all the tracks he had where Murda produced it, oh my god, like so fire. But the one thing I will say about Portland's that yeah to me like it definitely sounds like murder made that beat specifically for quavo and travis scott and then drake just kind of like low-key hopped on like the yeah. first verse and he was saying you know some shit it's a habibi ting in the intro and stuff <laughs> like he just kind of like tried to well because murder is from toronto but that like straight up sounds like it could be on like you know quavo's like solo album yeah. like just like you know the flute sample and stuff but you know that was a track though. That was a Can track. We talk about that that no long talk intro oh that my Drake God. does. It's Baka. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought that guy was from England until like I learned that he was actually yeah. like, from Scarborough, from and Scarborough. I'm like, oh word, like that's a Toronto man right there. You don't know. Yeah. Yo, let's hit on that real quick. The UK influence that's here. Like got gigs on two tracks. I have a whole interlude where Drake's not even rapping oh, and it's just Skepta. Yeah, these British dudes coming on like yo Wagwan, it's a blem thing, you know? <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Didn't yeah. people say blem like like ten people years ago? People said blem time ago. Cause yeah, cause like before before like I moved like from Toronto, I, I swear to God, I like vaguely remember like people saying blem, but people like yeah, like people don't fucking say that shit anymore though. I don't know. But Drake's bringing it back, so yeah, I guess like he's kind of like he's like 29, so I guess he is like yeah, he could have said know. Blim. Yeah. <laughs> if I said enough, Blim, Drake could have said Blim. An adult, young adult, right? But now going on. True, yeah. true. Yeah. Freaking Degrassi. Gotcha. What about that uh that Kanye track? <laughs> that was another one. Actually, yeah, Rouge, you go ahead. I want to hear what you uh, think. Uh, about I just, I, it's all good. I'm just saying, get better, Kanye. <laughs> we need the old Kanye back. We need the old Kanye back. I don't know what the witches are doing to you over there, but get I just say, like, I'm a huge Kanye West fan. Like, I'm one of those guys who loves Jesus and thinks it's, like, the best thing ever. That's the kind of guy I am. And this bothered me. Like, I, I saw that they had a song together, and I thought it was going to be amazing. And it was just so... 
I think that I think when I heard when I first heard the song, like first ever hearing the song, I dug Kanye's part. I'm like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, like but to uh, me, it reminded me of like like 2010, like yeah, yay. yeah, like that. Uh, like yeah. it definitely didn't remind me of like Jesus the life of, Pablo life of Pablo or like Jesus. Like it, it definitely gave me like maybe um, a little life of dark Pablo. fantasy vibes. Yeah, on that. yeah, but then when Drake dark comes in, Kanye's last good album. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. <laughs> All these albums after that Ooh. have been shit. Yo, you the first from Rouge. Yeah, here we go. Yo, people are gonna be like, yo, I can't believe he said that in the comments and shit. But I think it went downhill after Jesus. I don't know. I fuck with I fuck with Kanye. I fuck with Life of Pablo. So I fuck with Jesus too. Yo, in terms of like production, I agree with you for like, sure. You know, my Alright. Alright, folks. But, Let's get it back to Drake. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But in terms of in terms <laughs> of that track, like we were uh before we started recording this, uh we were saying like Rouge was saying how that song's like probably been like, you know, just sitting like in the vault for like yeah. at least a year because I've I think it was I think it was last year when like I read on like you know DJ Academics Twitter that they had like a bunch of songs together yeah, that were just like I sitting the in the vault. Thing, but they but, close together. Yeah, it definitely didn't sound like it was Drake and Kanye making a song in the last six months compared to no. like any time before that. Like like you know, it didn't something about it. I don't know. Like Kanye honestly sounded pretty consistent in my opinion. I actually favored his part more than Same. Drake's. Same part but like it sounds to me it sounds more like drake on a kanye song i think yeah yeah kanye on that's what drake it sounds song. like to me too when drake comes on it sounds so unnatural compared to kanye with that like i don't know what it is about drake's flow but it's like very exact like he tries to be perfect and that's like his whole image well he like, is he, he i think he is like definitely a bit of a better like vocalist yeah, but Kanye. that's the whole, that's what gives Kanye his yeah exactly. Character. That's like his steez, like yeah. you know the kind of like hey, eh, like <laughs> yeah exactly. That's but a steez. like it's it's not a bad thing that like you know it sounds more like a Kanye track with a Drake feature because like you know Portland's that's the exact same way. It sounds like Drake on a freaking you know Quavo and Travis Scott song, but like that song's sick. So like whatever. Yeah, let's get to the point where he calls this a playlist. I only kind of understood why he called it a playlist when I heard it, but it's an album. Let's just not get it twisted. Mixtape, uh, playlist, whatever they want to call it, it's an album. But he took songs, I feel like, that just weren't like his vibe from different producers and kind of put them on one project that he was on. So I could see why he would call it a playlist because it's not like a Drake project. I was even like paying attention to what the Blahs were saying. They were saying that a lot of it was worked on like later on with him not even present because so many different artists are contributing songs and whatnot. So I guess you could call it a playlist, but you're selling it as an album. So it's yeah, an it's, album. it's an album. It is an album. That's what it is. Yeah. It's being, it's, you, well, I could definitely see why he would call it a playlist because, like, what the hell is a playlist? Like, it's a, co <laughs> it's a collection of songs and, like, you know, but then, like, that's an album. But honestly, like, it's funny because when he's like, oh, it's a playlist, it's a playlist, I was like, okay, so this is going to be kind of like, you know, if you're reading this, it's too late, where the songs, they're not supposed to flow well, but, like, yeah. after a while, like, 
like when if you're reading this like it's too late came out you know the songs didn't flow to me at like the first few listens but then just from listening to that like album so many times you know they just like kind of started to flow yeah but honestly yeah. i feel like this you know album project playlist whatever the hell you want to call it i honestly think like it flows way better than views so, and that was like the album let me ask you a question after you said that so you listen to an album one time and you kind of mediocre and you like it the fourth time you listen to it does that mean your opinion of the album changes in some like situations yeah like there's like definitely like this album first time i listened to it i was like okay like i like this album like this is good in my opinion but i like for me like i can definitely listen to albums the first time and then like you know either not dig it so much but then like if i just keep listening to it like i might like just kind of like it, it grows on you you know sometimes yeah and you can also like find more shit out about the album like the lupe album i originally fucked with hard then i read the lyrics and i didn't fuck with it you can find more shit about an album like if i listen yeah. to an album for like four times over i'm probably gonna have a better opinion on it. Yeah, you're gonna have a better understanding. And it yeah. could go either way. It could either be like, you know, I started out liking the album and then if, you know, after listening to it, you know, however many times, yeah, maybe I don't like it as much you as know. when I first listened to it. Or it could go the other way and I like it more. Uh, I, I normally don't get that shit. Normally if I don't like it, I don't like it. Uh, I, could, I could appreciate a good song. Like, I could tell you if, the, if, it's, if it's put together well, but if I don't like the song, like if the song doesn't get to my inner heart it's not gonna do that on the fourth mm-hmm. well for me i when i first listen to a project i just go based on like the most immediate emotions i feel and then the subsequent listens are usually just to understand why i felt those emotions but there are albums that i could say where i just either didn't fuck with it at first and my my headspace may have been a little different the next time I listened to it. Like, there's a lot of albums even that I'm going to go back and listen to that I listened to when I was a kid that I feel like I'd listen to now and really appreciate. So I do think that depending on how you are as a person, if you're a person whose mental state changes often like me, then you might listen to an album at one point and feel like, okay, it's okay. And then you might just connect with it at some point later on. Like, I started to connect with artists like Lupe and Doom way later. I was gonna talk about something else I forgot. Oh, <laughs> like just how Drake like seemingly goes from like sounding like such a like Toronto slash UK man. Just because well, yeah. I, the reason I say that is because you know the slang is like very very similar. But it's just it's, it was just so funny to me how you know when I was listening to this album, it's like he goes from like you know oh he's a fixer if i ever need to fix things and then the next <laughs> song is literally like you know fucking what did i say before like soccer mom yeah, dance hall yeah. pop you know top 40 like hit like Who it's just that? like so funny to me he's a chameleon he's a pop artist he's, he's a, a chameleon that's oh. true drake the chameleon all right so out of 10 what would you give this playlist my first um I would say I'd give it an 8.7. That's that's the most specific review ever on this podcast so far. I would give it a 6.5 just because I liked it, but there's too many songs on there that I'm not going to go back to. 
I can really pick out the five or six that are going to stay on my like personal playlist and the ones that are just going to fade into obscurity along with a bunch of other Drake tracks that aren't that bad, but just aren't so different that I'd want them on a playlist, like my, my, my personal playlist. So that's why I give it a 6.5. Judging this track against all the other Drake albums and mixtapes and whatnot, um, Honestly, I do not, compared to his other projects, I don't think this is that great. Um, I would give it, like, being generous, I'd give it a 5.5. I don't, I don't know, dog. I just don't feel this project was that good. Yeah, and coming from a person that's not from Toronto, because you, I think this. I think as a as a person that's from Toronto, I'm gonna give this album a seven out of ten, because I think that this is the Drake that I wanted to hear. I'm not at this point. I'm not even expecting that much from Drake. So when I heard this album, I'm like, okay, like this is the Drake I wanted to hear. All the songs are clean. They're like, they're there's something about his old dance hall tracks that weren't. They didn't have. They enough, didn't sound as polished. Yeah, I know. They what didn't you mean. sound polished. And they didn't have enough like feeling into them. Yeah, it was just kind of like bare this bones. This album, I think. Like, I think. He does. He does well. He definitely that. nailed like the whole dance hall thing. Like I know that I know that one dance like you know was like number one on the charts and had like you know a shit ton of streams on Spotify. And I'm not like discrediting him or anything, but like I definitely feel like on this album he like you know I'm not gonna say perfected because he definitely didn't perfect it, but he definitely like nailed like you know the pop dance hall thing better than views. Yeah, I, I don't think it was better. Really? Yeah. Well, that's a conversation. It's it's more Toronto, but I don't feel (coughs) like All right. I just like that he took production leaps this time. He he didn't stick with the regular Drake production. Yeah, it wasn't like the same old, it wasn't like the same old, like, classic, like, you know, 40 beat that's on, like, you know, every Drake album. Which is why, yeah, like, that, that's good for one, that's good for a single, but not for a whole album. Anyway, that's been official Hot Freestyle Review. Drake, more life. It was an alright playlist. More tune for your head top. <laughs> more tune so for Watch your how head you top. speak on my name, eh? It's like the most Toronto like yeah. sample in the album. Alright. So this has been Hot Freestyle Reviews. This is your boy TJ. Follow me on Twitter at TJBeats97. What's that in J Rose? Young Dean. It's your boy Halifax at I am Halifax. Alright. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Grease!